GrowGuru is back, guys, hanging on the Dude Grows show, coming in for an update, see what the future brings. Also going to talk a little grow talk, do some BPD or not for me discussion um, and get into it, man. Stoked for it. Stoked for it. Also on today's show, Scotty's going to sous vide, sous vide, sous vide some cannabis for great tasting edibles. That's where you cook in water, just straight hot water. Yeah, you cook in water. It's just bathing in water. We'll get into it, but turns out you can make really good can of butter and edibles and infusions with sous vide. So keep all your terpenes too. Yeah, for real, man. It's a uh, man. I got a sous vide machine. What's up, guys? Rather, yeah. What's up, Guru? Actually, how you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. Look, we're in the doing? same room together, man. <laughs> What's going on? Ah, uh, oh, man, I'm psyched for you, man. We'll we'll get into it in a little bit, man. Get the show fired up first, dude. Uh, a few more previews. You guys know what you're going to get into is the grow talk question. Is this ready for chop? Let's talk about when to cut that plant down for maximum flavor and potency. Yeah. Uh, it's snowing, apparently, and you want to make a snow bong. There's some good images in best of social media of some badass snow bongs. Right. No clue how you could get that. Um, and then in the news, recreational cannabis in Massachusetts plummet as prices plummet, as dispensary owners weigh future. Trending throughout, man, it seems to hear more and more of this from different states. It's um, interesting what's going on. Just there's so much supply out there that it is such a changing world with uh, within cannabis. The value is becoming a commodity crop. Scary. Right on. It depends on where you're at with it. Uh, and also the world's oldest carving depicting humans in cannabis has been discovered by archaeologic archaeologic. Oh, my gosh. I'm not rolling it today. Archaeologists. <laughs> there we go. In Turkey. Uh, dope. How old is it? Do you know? I I can't. I think it was 10,000. I don't remember. No, I, I'll have to check. You know, I read Probably these things. Cannabis. All right. Barely. All right, we'll get into it. All right, right off the bat, guys, this episode brought to you by realgrowers.com. Pick up some recharge and grow dots. Make growing easier. That's what's going on in my grow, man. I got some awesome results from the dots for sure for the first time ever. Not finished yet, though. I haven't had the final verdict in. Um, but yeah, congrats. It's definitely been an easy water-only product, especially for the mother-in-law. Heading out of town here for the holidays, and it's like, hey, hey, mother-in-law, or Jane, if you will, just throw some water on there. That's it. That's all you got to do. So... Super easy there. If you want some recharge, grow dots in Canada, dudesworld.ca. Uh, and don't forget, oh, we, hey, shows are going out the day of. I hope you guys are liking yeah. the format. Give us some feedback. So I can say today, still going to the end of the month, Rosin Bomb Deals, guys. They got all their presses marked way down. Uh, we're talking, what's, what's the old saying? Basement? Isn't there some like, do I say basement deals? I, I don't I know. <laughs> Is that good? Is it good if you're buying them out of the basement? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But Rosset Bomb has the Crush the Rocket, the M60, their new Terp fridge, which is a sexy fridge to store your concentrates, your freshly pressed rosin. Check it all out at rosinbomb.com. Well, these prices are hot. And lastly, dudegrows.com forward slash pros, guys. Check out all the pros at dudegrows.com. Yo, man. Oh. I, yeah, man. Come on. Can I shout out to a few, man? Can I, can I shout out? DC producers. Come on, how about that boy? That boy RJ, man. You know what I'm talking about? I know, no? I do. How, come on, how about Fogwood, bro? Fogwood. I wonder what that means. I like that. <laughs> right? Basically where I live in the foggy woods. What's up, Into Mix and the Rookie? Shout out to you, DDC producers, making the show happen, paying this team behind the scenes, but who could not have the show without, guys. Much respect. Hey, $10 a month. Come on over, be a DDC producer, dogrows.com forward slash support. 
you're growing, you're getting 30% off real growers, free seeds from seeds here now. The DGC Discord community, I'll be hanging back out uh, tomorrow, actually. There's going to be a, uh, no, Friday. There will be a DGC happy hour, man. That's one of the DGC producer benefits and that community in general, man. There's tons of grow info over there when you get to hang out and they have different, do I call them rooms? Somebody help me out. What is it in Discord when you have different, you know. I was just about to say that I'm impressed that you know how to use Discord, man. But now we don't Enough. know what they call them, man. I don't know what they call them either, man. <laughs> it's a server. Server, server, man. There's servers there, bro. You're on the server, man. <laughs> uh, Dudegrows.com forward slash support. Producers, hit me up if you haven't gotten that sticker pack yet. Message me over there and help produce the show. Send me over some Grow Talk news, whatever you got. Much appreciated. Deal. All right, let's do Let's do this, man. Let's hop into uh, what's growing on. What's growing on, man? We got uh, gurus growing on, hanging out, coming in studio. We had to get an update of uh, a little bit of everything, man. It's been a minute. Gurus a big part of the show for shit. What was it? Your seven years, six seven years? Seven years, yeah. Years. Damn, man. That is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we had a hell of a good run. We, we had, had a really great run, run with Real Growers, too. Um, it was funny. Me and you talked. I'm like, dude, I'm glad you're coming by. I was like, everyone I talk to asks me what drama is. And I'm like, I feel bad that there's no drama, I, man. I think people like to invent drama they even sure when there do. is none. They sure do. Um, sometimes there is, but this time there's none. No, uh, man. I have just been fishing a lot. Yeah, I feel it. like you, dude, <laughs> Guru was one of those guys that I'd be like, hey, I think it's been like five years. I'm not sure he's taking a day off. Like, I should probably tell him about that to take a day off. But, dude, you're just a workhorse, man. And, uh, uh, I was, man, the stuff that we do for real growers, the behind the scenes stuff is just maddening. You know, Banner. Especially Amazon. Yeah, but Banner, High C, and I just, it, it's like you talk to these, uh, <laughs> Like Amazon, it's like this insane person, you know, that you're talking. It's not about. a person. It's not a person. It has it's almost... people that will talk to you for it, but <laughs> it's, it's not a person. <laughs> but they don't let them act like people either. Anyway, it's just maddening. You did that for us for you know, six, seven years, whatever. You really yeah. helped us build uh, real growers. So, man, I have nothing but love for you. And if you get to do something where you get to live your dream after this and I can insert myself in there and say maybe I helped a little bit, nothing but fucking awesome feelings about that. Man. And I'm not leaving cannabis like entirely. I've been yeah. uh, working on a master class. So I've just gotten it all like starting to write stuff, but like going to start it. filming. I'm moving at the first of the year. To a so, place where you can fish more? Where, yeah. It's what is when, with the fish? Do they talk to you or something? A man? little bit, sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's Buena Vista, Colorado. It's like on the Arkansas River, um, which is a gold, the longest stretch of gold-rated water in Colorado. And then Spinny Mountain Reservoir is right there, too, in the Dream Stream. Right, how do I... The Dream Stream. What, what, <laughs> what's uh, a gold rating entail? Gold or, rated or means, I think in Colorado, it means there's 60 pounds of trout per acre of water. Uh, with like uh, 20 or more of them or a certain number of them being over 16 inches. So like they're uh, like potential for trophy trout. Being right. And like trophy fish. Oh, wow, man. Wow. I hope I, I used to have a shirt that said I don't have time to fish. Yeah, I, shirts, you should make man. some time to fish. It's a lot of fun and relaxing. <laughs> it is true, man. Every now and again, I'll get it on the mountain bike or even just I'll be somewhere where I've got to walk like for an hour. Somehow I've got to walk for an hour and I'm like, it really isn't so bad, man. It's okay. getting, your mind starts moving. That hour-long walk with water next to you, even better. Yeah, water. The, uh, no, I always have a half joke <laughs> that I'll, uh, I'll, I'll meet you at the restaurant. 
I'll golf and fish more when I'm older. Granted, fishing can be definitely a physical, you know, depending you're hiking up a river, you're going around in waders, you know, and doing this and that. It seems also like you might you might have a new brand then. Are you going to do like fishing guru where you're going to essentially try and do a little bit of a living with like guiding and whatnot? Or uh, see where it yeah. Brings you? So uh, uh, in May, I'm getting certified to be able to row commercially. Um, which opens up like that guiding on rivers on, in a boat or <laughs> yeah, like bilingual certified. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's getting on, row certified on the reservoir. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a little bit, but in like the background and why this is something I've enjoyed for so long. You guys know that I went to school for plants and everything. Also went to school for entomology, which is bugs. Uh, trout fishing is all about the bugs that are in the water and like learning the different bugs oh. and their life cycles and how to imitate them and stuff like that. So it's, I don't know. I like finding new hobbies and then like trying to achieve like a level of mastery in that hobby and then kind of moving on to like a new one and find something be else. Careful though, because I've seen this with growers, right? So people that are passionate about growing and they get a commercial growing job. I know you right now sit there and saying, Hey, I, I try to fish every day. It's not going to be any different probably, but do you worry though? You know, when you, uh, turn a passion into a part of a livelihood, you can get that burnout on a little bit. Like, you gotta yeah, be careful I not to lose that. You're I mean, attorney, man. Yeah, I, I could uh, definitely handle that. that You're not doing that all the fine. time, though, right? No, I'm not doing that all the time. I'm, like, doing other things and, and won't be my only, like, uh, source of income or anything. What is that master class? Yeah, you, you put all your money in FTX, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, what no, is the master I haven't class? invested in crypto since 2011. Good. <laughs> Well, fuck you. Your investing was buying an ounce of weed with like 200 Bitcoin. So I don't want to hear 3, about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> None of this would have happened if you were some, you probably would have been that guy in the Bahamas getting arrested. No, you know? I'd have just skated with the like $110 million and converted all the Bitcoin money and been like, cool, I'm set. Yeah. Generations of my family are set. They'll so. come get you in the Bahamas. Anyway. <laughs> No, I can't remember. No, what. you go to Brazil like someone that knows they're about to get extradited. What I was going to ask you <laughs> is this master class. I've seen them. I've never taken one because there hasn't been one that's been interesting to me, man. But do you you run the class and then you have <laughs> students where you've got to uh, interact with them? So it will. Uh, yeah, it would be an interactive component to it, but also just be a standalone video course that someone could watch through and learn how to grow, but also follow along with other people that are doing it at the same time right. as you and, and get yeah. like you learn, learn with a group of other sure. people and get all your questions and everything answered. Is there a fly fishing masterclass deep in the brain? After uh, that? No, but some of the content might be me out on the river, just talking about weed while I'm there. So right. it might be interesting for whoever's like passing by on a boat or something. I get the allure of fishing. I fished a bit when I was a kid, still on and off now, rarely, like Scotty says, making the time. My first passion, of course, is mountain biking. I live in, uh, we'll say, gold-rated uh, mountain bike territory <laughs> you here got in it. British you Columbia, do. Canada. I live in gold-rated mountain bike. They found gold in Colorado, man, all right? Oh, you're probably silver. This is gold. You're silver or bronze. You got a yeah, muddy golden silver. mush there, man. That's what you got. <laughs> but... Um, the uh, catch and release is mainly what you're doing. You're not catching trout to cook oh, them. Oh, explicitly catch and release. Take a bite out of them. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Uh, as, as someone that's like looking to uh, do this on like a commercial level, right? Uh, it'd be really bad business to kill your coworkers. 
Yeah, where you like are, you're right. relying on those fish for people to catch them, and sure. like it would really suck for it to just get caught once, and then like no one else gets to have a good time catching that fish. Where yeah, like, if you put it back, someone else gets to come by there and catch it later, or you can come back there later to yeah. catch it, and it'll probably be in the same spot. <laughs> the fish can have a lifetime of that yeah. uh, traumatic experience. It, forge- it forgets it after like. <laughs> 30. We don't have to get into right. the, the nitty gritty. I'm sure there's obviously conservation rules at play where you can keep some if they're this size. Oh, definitely, but I, I just put them back. Unless it dies on like you landing it, or like a lot of people will pick up a trout wrong and squeeze it right where its heart is and it crushes its heart and then they die. But like if that happens, like yeah, I'll take it home, but I also don't squeeze trout. So, there's- dude, squeeze that butt. Sorry, man. Somebody wait, gave wait, us wait, some wait, bud wait. right there. Watch this, man. Does he have a bu- Did it bounce? Yeah, yeah it bounced. <laughs> it's it's the Paclo test, man, dude. We got the most basketball with densest bud ever. And I'm just not sure it's, it's naturally like that, man. I think it's strain and somebody, I think the uh, monosicilic in flowering Monosil- is getting more, more popular. And I think it's doing that. Bro guru. I no, hmm. There are definitely things that can tighten up bud. That bud is that tight, bud. tight. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm squeezing it to get a bowl out of it, man. And the bud do. Um, I dig, man. I, I was, like Scotty said, super stoked for people if they can if they can figure out one what their passion is and enjoy time doing it, and then also never be able to potentially make another revenue stream or income from said passion. Uh, that's that's something that's not always easy to do in life, uh, but especially when you're you know on the grind or if you're supporting a family. I know your 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 child makes life a little easier. <coughs> joke about man, we didn't have our kids. Granted, we we don't want our life without our kids, but it's a funny conversation sometimes. <coughs> in time, those can take in their own. So yeah, I'm cool with no kids for now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for the hey, time. That's being. trending. That it is cool though. Less less do you think? Cool. Do you think any of us are really in the grind, though? Thank God. You know, and we owe, I owe it to cannabis. I really My do. Wife, I think we all do. Yeah, I was <laughs> not in. I was able to escape the grind. I tried it outside out of college and I was like, oh, my God, I have to show up like five days a week at 830 in the morning. No, it's ain't for me. It <laughs> ain't for me. Yeah, I started growing and the growing got me out. And then when I fucking had this shitty breakup with a girlfriend, Mike just, Mike fucking grabbed me. I was going to say he wrapped his arm around me, but he grabbed me by the scuff and said, you're fucking, I'm sending my electrician over. <laughs> you know? But it helped me. I grew out of that situation. Uh, when I got to Colorado, I was able to, you know, make a, a life for myself. Thank God I've avoided the grind, man. I, I hope you avoid it for the rest of your life, too. Oh, and the, the explicit goal is to just avoid the grind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the grind sounds so negative. Does it have to be negative? I mean, yeah, it sucks waking know. up. I woke I, up at 830 this morning and I turned my alarm off, man. It was nice. <laughs> Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. I just, you know, some people listening are, are doing the grind right now. I, hey, shout out to Cosgro, man. I, Cosgro texts me at like 7.30 my time almost every morning. And I'm not sure if he's going to work or getting off of work. Okay. So I have so much respect for the people that keep this world running that are able to grind like that. And I am just so appreciative uh, to, to growing cannabis and uh, uh, just that I was able to get a job, if you want to call sitting in 20 lighters at your top. 
uh, just just growing weed and around good people that that appreciate weed. Hey, and a twenty lighter people. is a job oh. in it in its own way. It's not a nine to five job. It's a whenever the fuck it needs you type of job. Oh um, my, it's a you can't leave. And <laughs> yeah. I think about good old Brad from Raw Genetics. I saw him running a hundred lighter by himself. That's how I met him. I remember just sitting on a five gallon bucket being like, hey, and I'm like, where's the crew? And he goes, I am the crew. Yeah, it, it it doesn't matter like how you spin it. Transplanting a thousand plants is its own type of grind. It may not be we a nine to five that. grind. It's a grind. I have a bamboo nursery, man. We sell bamboo three gallons, <coughs> a thousand plants at a time, sometimes 2000 in a week. Sometimes they're making four or five thousand. Finding the that amount of containers is an, is an issue, uh, you know? especially in the post COVID world where like shipping is still oh, trying mess. to get caught real. up with everything. I have to sell my bamboo and with uh, with the, the, the deposit on the containers, so they have to give them back. <laughs> or else I can't make anymore, man. It's insane. This world's insane. Uh, good times, good times. I'm going to cover Grow Talk question coming up here. Uh, first, though, I do want to shout out to some DGC producers. Um, making this conversation happen. I'm going to give it up to ISTP Grows and Loud House Farms growing on. Hey, don't forget Milky, Milky Trichomes, all right? That'd be awesome if you changed your name. Hello, I'm Milky, Milky Trichomes. I just saw a note I forgot to mention. I was, I'm, I know this, but I'm, I'm not a fisherman, and I was in quick conversation here, maybe a little buzz, but I called up Guru the other day where I forgot what I was asking him, maybe about camera settings, and he's like, so you're still fishing in the winter, huh? And you're like, yeah, you know, as long as the water's flowing. And I think I said, I thought that they came up and like, here they'd like, they they spawn and die and whatnot. And he's like, uh, dude, you're talking about salmon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always got them too confused, man. Trout hey, and salmon. Trout. Trout spawn too. Like they sharks just, and porpoises. They just don't die after they spawn. So like they can spawn once they're to like sexual maturity, they can just spawn each year. So Is that kind of ghetto man as a like I know some insects have it worse. They they have like a twenty four hour light cycle and they mate and die, but like as a fish, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna lay some eggs and die. Well, yeah, they give life back to the river when they do that. Yeah, man, they're feeding microbes, dude. It's all about all right? calories. They add a ton of calories into the river when that happens. Have you seen Circle of Life, okay. the Lion King and shit, bro? Are you guys down with the composting burial? Is that what we're going to give life to the earth? Is that how hey, we're going to do it? Wait, we're all going to be trees. The, yeah. the, the first and persons, you see how I call them that, man? No, but the Indians back in the day used to tie a tree, a fish to the two when they planted the tree. They would tie a fish to it and let it rot and it would give it some nutrition. Fish emotions. They, they taught it to the pilgrims. So yeah, they didn't I don't think you can call them that anymore. The pilgrims? Um, I'm just kidding with you, man. <laughs> uh, but what, that fish, actually, if we're talking a little growth talk, there's macronutrient in the fish, right? When you get that fish emulsions, that's a, you know, that's a, there's macronutrients in there, man. Oh, yeah. And also good really? microbe food, man. And a ton of, I mean, and all the amino acids and like, there's just good stuff in fish. It's why fish fertilizers are still used so like predominantly today. But hey, oh, I smell, say, as long as, hang on, as long as we're that. talking about that shit, you can get heavy metals in fish too, man. Fish are bioaccumulators. Oh yeah, and just yeah, yeah, you yeah. It's creepy. You gotta watch out. Fish. You, they there are like tuna companies you can get canned tuna from now where they test every fish for bread, yeah which is kind of cool. I only eat bottom feeders. Hey, there's halibut's really good. 
And that's a bottom feeder? Yeah. Mm. Give me some tuna. <laughs> All that stuff, man. I lived in the Keys. Oh, halibut is good. You're right. That's a bottom feeder? Yeah, it's flat. Huh. Creepy, man. All right, too much fish talk. Can I learn a little bit? Uh, can we? Uh, this has we... been a very fishy dude grow show. So well, far. dude, that's <laughs> what you're doing. We're yeah. psyched for you, man. You know, when you when you care about someone, you try to learn about what they dig. You know what I mean? Right, and man. yeah, it is really nice to see you, brother. It you is. Too. Um, but it, man, we get my free trout to fishing tour. When they come back to Colorado eventually. Oh, yeah. Hey, Grambo, since we're reminiscing, <laughs> man, I told you the story of how me and Guru met, and uh, you didn't know it. No, I hadn't heard. I thought that the uh, Guru was a Colorado kid. I didn't know that no, you shipped in to be DGC. <laughs> yeah. Guru sent me an email. I almost think, figure I could probably find it because it's the first one you ever sent. And it's you were the LED Guru in the DGC. <laughs> And you go, hey, respectfully, you guys don't know shit about LEDs, man. You got it all wrong. We All we knew was about the blurples and we were telling people they sucked. Well, and at that time, like commercial white light horticultural LEDs, yeah. like HLG wasn't a thing then. No, none, of, none of those companies were things yet. It was... People, they were like doing the research and learning about these LEDs and putting them together. Yeah, you didn't know me that well. And you were like, hey... I'll help you put one together. We'll build one together. I'll send you the, all the parts. And you, I was like, dude, uh, after you sent me the parts, I'm looking at it. I'm like, hey, how about I just fly you out here and you uh, help me put it together? And go to the cannabis cup. Yeah, that was cool. And, man, we just became instant friends. Yep. And you ended up moving out a couple uh, was a couple weeks later, a couple months later. I don't know. No, it was like years later because I like was going to – I was like, ready to move out here. And then I had knee surgery. Oh, yes, and then I, you're right, I like you're right. was out of commission for six months. Right. And like, yeah, and then it was like a, a, a year and a half later. Is that what I don't Man, yeah. the memory tricks you so badly. I know dude called me and goes, hey, man, you should move out here. They let you grow legally. And I remember it was nine days. <laughs> nine days later, I had the U-Haul truck and was ready to go, man. I was already driving. I think, I think I said you can do the same thing you're doing in Florida, but you don't have to lose sleep about where you won't go to jail. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't 36 plants was a legal limit back then. And I was like, all right, probably. Oh, and you could take your backpack to the dispensary and they would give you a bunch of cash for the weed. That's all I needed to know. man. Yeah, I missed out on that time. I kind of wish I would have been here for that time. You know, there was a badass boom a couple of years ago that we hit man, where everybody was growing and it was really a big peak in uh, cannabis normalization. And we caught that. We're on the cusp oh, yeah, of that. That was fun. Caught that wave. Mm-hmm. All right, but anyway, let's go talk, guys. Let's do it, man. A little, little uh, light talk, man, from for the experts. Guess, uh, this is uh, this is a good one here. And it's VPD, not for me? Question mark by Killa Sativa, and I'm gonna have this one brought to you by because it's such a good fit. Uh, Pulse, man, specifically the Pulse Pro, Pulse monitors, guys. PulseGrow.com. It's really just insurance for your grow for you to know. Get notifications on anything outside, outside your humidity's off, your lights on and off at the wrong time. Your CO2 is not right. And if you get the pro meter, it measures CO2, PPFD, PAR, and DLI. Got it. Sorry, I'm just thinking of the guy. Your llamas are loose. You think it has a your llamas are loose setting? Maybe. Dude, we were just <laughs> fucking hanging out here before the show. Dude, I'm not, I don't know if I told you this, but I look outside and there's like 50 fucking either llamas or alpacas. I'm not sure. Just in our lawn, in the neighbor's lawn, 
No real explanation for it, right? But it did happen, right? Oh, yeah. That was real. A whole herd of llamas just running around. Reminds me of that time I was at the restaurant and that twerk crew of like seven twerk girls came in and they did like one song and then they left. And I was like, did that really happen? That's weird. Yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) You got to let's classic. That is a classic Scotty like uh, takeover from like. My pulse grow read to uh, llama talk. I love it. That's, that's <laughs> that guy needed a pulse grow. That pulse grow and it said, your llamas are loose, motherfucker. Get home. It's pulsegrow.com, guys. You can uh, tether, if you will, multiple meters together. Great for commercial grow. Great for holding people accountable. Hey, why is this, why is this data off, man? This data is not correct. Um, and check them all out. If you want to win one, also, we're giving one away currently for the DDC producers. You guys go over, check the pinned post, pinned post when you're logged in. Uh, to Patreon and uh, yeah, pulsegrow.com. Coupon code dude over there will hook you up. And the question here, VPD. Let me get this opened up. Here we go. All right, you got to sit tight for a little little narration on here because this is put together well by Killa Sativa. All right. Uh, Making some good points that I think you agree with. Uh, Try and make this as short as possible. Turned 50 this year and been growing herb for 15 plus years, veggies for 35 years, Herb wait, 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 wait. 15 plus 35 is 50, man. So he's been growing since he was born, bro. Uh, I think the I think the 15 of the 35 I'm just goofing on you guys, man. All right. You guys ain't smoking enough. You do need to talk a little more here. Okay. So this has all been growing under two 600-watt HPSs um, for flower. And in October, I invested in two Growcraft X 600-watt LEDs, two 600-watt LEDs. I never looked at VPD under my HPS dial. HPS, guys, is your old HID screw-in bulbs. Uh, VPD, of course, is your pressure deficit. Um, But now that's all I hear for LED. So far, a few months in, I have not changed much. I wanted to see what difference was. And besides bleaching a few buds until I raised the lights all the way up in my 4 by 8 tent. Ignoring VPD, my heat temperature range between 80 and 82 degrees, and my humidity fluctuates between 20 and 55%, quite the fluctuation there. I'm not using any AC, humidifier, dehumidifier, and my VPD is always off the chart when looking at my AC Infinity 69 monitor. However, my plants are praying and look as good or better than they did with HPS. So here's the second part of this, stay with me. If I invest in this VPD range, will it really benefit me that much? If you look at my IG, you'll see my plants don't have much more room for resin production. Damn. Um, if, if yield increases by 10% or less, I don't see the benefits versus the negatives. I've been around a long time. There's much much misinformation about this plant and how to grow it. There Water, fucking genetics, is. There's, oh, there's, there's, yeah. there's so much voodoo, man, and just bro science. It's kind of hilarious. Man. But there is also, like, science science behind some growing things, and VPD is one of them. And I do like how he, he went ahead and said, like, if I'm just chasing a 10% like yield increase mm-hmm. on this, is it really worth it? Um, that's at best probably what you're going to get from chasing well, this, let's... especially if you're already crushing it and you know what you're doing. You've been growing for 15 years. Give them a rundown I of what VPD is, though, man. First. It just, just controls a... uh, vapor pressure it's, deficit. It's, it's like the, the ratio of the temperature and the humidity, right. the leaf surface temperature and the humidity that's in the room. And it, it has leaf surface uh, temperature, the temperature that the leaf is. Yeah. And like where he's at 81 or 82 in an HPS room, right. that's like he's I would guess his air temperature is like 77 or 78. Okay. Degrees. 
because in HPS room that radiant it's that, got uh, IR infrared, infrared lights things heats yeah it heats things up so the leaves get hotter cool. hotter from it and it it'll be higher than the the like room's temperature but it just controls water uptake and transpiration through the plant and it so if that. if you can uh, maximize that and like peak its efficiency right you can make the plant go through water quicker so it can get more nutrients in quicker. The idea is if it's a little drier and it's got and the plant has plenty of water, then it's gonna be able to transpire. But, it, but that if it's water. too dry, the plant will close its close. Stomata. It's all about keeping those stomatas. So open. you want it uh, dry uh, wet and moist enough so that the stomata stay open, but not too wet. And if it's dry enough that it's constantly losing some losing moisture water. through the open stomatas. And so it's, it's how you pulling. get plants to drink more. Um, yeah. And all of this, uh, it BPD on its own is just like a kind of guideline. Sure. Um, if you wanted to get into crop steering, that's using all your environmental controls and even watering amounts and timing and everything to uh, like morphologically change the way the plant grows and kind of have more control over it. But if you don't want to play around with those things and you're happy with the yields you're getting right now and you don't want to like change things, like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, then just stick with what you're doing. Um, it's definitely it. These things like this and the crop steering make a lot right. more sense at scale. Where if you can eke out another like three or four right. percent from your entire yeah. facility, that's that is at yeah. scale like in a multi million dollar facility. That's a lot of money that sure. you're leaving on the table by not doing these things in a four by eight grow. That ten percent is going to be like an ounce or two at most. So right. like, it's probably not. Everybody's worth for- all the extra effort and like uh, you need more environmental controls, more equipment to be able to like dial these things yeah. in and keep it in, in the right range. So like unless you are either in a commercial facility or you really like experiment- experimenting with stuff and trying to maximize what you can out of your space and like do the best that you can, uh, I probably wouldn't mess around with it too much. What about the fact that he says off the charts though? Off the charts could be, uh, you, don't you leave yourself open to problems? His is too dry. He's just too dry all the time. Yeah, but doesn't, doesn't powdery mildew love too dry? Uh, powdery mildew likes the the big swings, ah. specifically. It being too dry, like, yes, it will raise your powdery mildew index like a little bit, but it uh, it's that big fluctuation. The spores actually need water droplets on the leaves to be able to uh, actively infect it. I got so. something in my eye, man. I miss the guru, have, man. God damn, you're good, brother. <laughs> I have comment and a narration on here. This is from yes, Killer sir. Sativa. Scotty, I thought you'd like this. He goes, yes. um, I'm still open-minded about BPD, but thinking this is what I call marketeering. When marketing goes <laughs> to an engineer and says, how can we make more money? I know this from my 30 plus years in the consumer electronics industry and 17 years working for a CE <coughs> manufacturer in engineering. I, like I disagree, that, uh, man. But I, I, I disagree. This is science that people that uh, cannabis growers are obsessed with quality. They're obsessed with a yielding quality, I guess. <coughs> but for but the, with the falling prices, how long is that able to like? Keep the house of cards up. But just historically, what I'm just that people were trying to go for the best weed they can. So they were reading white papers and and searching the Internet. And somebody found out or somebody like Jaron or you actually went to school for this stuff and said, hey, the faster you can pump VPD isn't a myth. The faster, if you want performance, just like a carburetor or a fuel system on a car, the faster you can pump that fuel through it. 
the more output, more growth you're yeah, get, the yeah. more growth, the more nutrients, the more power you're going to get through that plant, man. Yep, and more plant growth you can you can support off of yeah. a certain size spot too. So can okay. If you have the tools already, I mean, I preach, <coughs> preach is a strong word, I guess. Growing in a sealed environment helps prevent odor coming out of your tent, helps prevent bugs and shit from coming into your tent. Sealed environment growing is the way I like to grow if you can, but that also means you need a humidifier at times, you need a dehumidifier probably at times, you need AC potentially. So investing in all this equipment um, and then controlling it, if you already have that equipment, why not try and keep track of EPD? And in a very simple way, which I think you already said, Guru, it's just keeping your temperature and humidity close to ideal points so your plant can perform. Obviously, with the lower you get in humidity, you'll see your leaf struggling a little bit. The higher you get in humidity, so you want to be somewhat close in with those sweet spots <coughs> when you're looking at the chart. Don't freak out over, oh, my God, I'm not at 1.4. I'm not at one point right at the sweet spot. Um, but try and stay close in that area, and you will get better performance. Hey, if you are circulating and using, a, like we're using, we've got two tents over there. We're using the studio as a lung room. Uh, by the way, uh, hi, C, I just, uh, when, when they were saying that, I was going to talk about the uh, HEPA filter that we run uh, that I left on that we normally take off. We normally uh, don't have, it's probably in the background. But uh, yeah, even just cleaning the air in your lung room with something as simple as an air filter is uh, pretty cool. Man, I always worry when I'm pushing air through my grow just contaminating i use dust rooms you know, on all, ah, all, you all my intakes there, there uh you have to oil the filter that's occasionally okay. it's like a uh car filter yeah um but those work really well they block enough light to where like you aren't gonna have any photo period problems with them they filter stuff really well you just spray it out with the yeah. air hose yeah, and re-oil cool. it and it's good for, yeah i gotta buy new filters for fucking ever but time. yeah any any intake um, I just always use those. They're pretty good filters and yeah, they so last for forever. And bring in new air. Just don't touch it and then touch buds that are growing because you'll get that yeah, oil, oil that's on your hands yeah. onto the buds and then that's not good. But yeah, yeah, you got to filter more, the air that's going in there. One more point here. I want to shout out to some of these comments from DGC Legends, Chad Westport, Sonny and Bectopia, and Coach Steve here. Yeah, he does make a point about VPD and CO2 and saying VPD becomes much more critical in high CO2 enrichment because the model opening is key to gas exchange. Generally, dialing on VPD will make any indoor grow more efficient, but there's no sense in raising CO2 levels if plants aren't opening their stomata enough to use it at all. And like the bro science is, is the last thing you add is the CO2. Once you have everything else dialed in, then you add your CO2. Makes sense now. Well, yeah, it's all about yield limiting factors and you want to have CO2 be the actual yield limiting factor right. before you add it. Because otherwise you don't know uh, what you could have maximized better before that. So if you maximize everything first and then CO2 is the thing limiting your yield, you add it. And then now you have a new yield limiting factor to figure out to try and get to like a new yield threshold. Makes sense. Sure it does. Um. Sorry, I got <laughs> got in a moment, Scotty. A few minutes ago, you're like, you guys aren't smoking enough because we didn't laugh that much of what you were joking with us and uh, <laughs> smoked some more. And now it's uh, full effect. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Probably smoke more than any part of the day while, than when I'm doing the show. And it's not just for effect, people. Not like Scotty. He just rolls J's and he's not even in nah. Not like that. I feel bad. I was trying to show off the uh, cherry paloma to Guru, so I packed him a beautiful bowl. And then he was sitting there talking, and I just started smoking it. Yeah, I didn't pass in Ashbowl. I pulled it out and gave you a freshie, girl. Thank you. Yeah. I did. 
I thought I was the other day. I went to uh, uh, a local, little local brewery, pretty small one. Stop in once or twice a week. There's usually it's, it's like Cheers. Sometimes you want to go where but it knows. <laughs> yes, this is fucked up, man. <laughs> there's, there's not everybody knows my name, but there's usually somebody there that I know, and uh, a handful of people from my actual neighborhood will stop in there. So it's kind of nice to grab a pint. I'm sitting there, and there's two guys next to me talking, and I keep I hear the one guy like I hear VPD, and the other guy is like, oh yeah, and then VPD. I'm like, dude, they're fucking gross, dude. I've never ran into anybody here to talk grow it. Um, he's like, yeah, I've been with the Vancouver Police Department for 27 years. Uh, <laughs> that didn't work. That conversation didn't work out. That only got stopped before it started, huh? It's like, huh? Never Dude, mind. You guys never grow mind. weed, man. Oh, jeez. That's anyway. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, for stopping in, Guru. Of course, guys. literally, excellent. Uh, you are moving here shortly, a couple hours, two, three hours away from the bakery into the mountains of uh, Buena Vista. Population oh, yeah. Dude, hey, the magic magic of the internet. I can pop in here and just like do yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Hey, don't, don't say the town, man. There's literally 3,000 people in the town. It's probably not that many <laughs> hey, houses. I was there for the oh, Billy dude. Strings renewal over the summer and actually ran into a DGC there in the middle of the crowd. Someone came up to me. It's like, you're a guru. Hey, and he was, he was helping me look for places up there while we were. Really? Yeah, all ten of them. <laughs> yeah. Are you not going to go nuts up there, friend to friend, man? Oh, uh, I mean, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. So it's like you what, left. It's like what I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> all good, man. Well, on a river, I'll be good. You're welcome anytime, brother. Thanks, man. All right. You know what time it is now, Scotty? The Dank Nug contest. You need to get your funny Ooh. like jacket, your your suit, your orange suit piece out, or whatever you used to wear for the. Uh, what did we have? Right. The Claw Game? What the hell did we call that show? The Claw Game, yeah. Every now and again, YouTube will remind me, or the Google picture frame will remind me that we did that. And, Grandpa, we used to just try a lot of crazy stuff. We have such a good time doing this show that, uh, yeah, back in the day... <laughs> I think Guru would just like kind of, what do they call it, begrudgingly come along. It's like, we're going to buy a claw machine and do, I'll get some crazy suits and we'll do a claw game. And what was it? The DGC seed grab, right? So I'm telling you, man, every now and again, all you guys will stop me. Dude, you are the best at it. Thank you, man. You'll just stop me and be like, hey, man, just relax, man. Slow down. Yeah. Well, this I one's reasonable here, guys. Dank Nug Contest uh, brought to you by Real Growers. Shout out store to Hydro Giants in yeah. Michigan. What's up, man? Support your local hydro stores, guys. Go there, bullshit with the guys, gals, and uh, have a good time. I always like to have good bullshit grow, grow talk sessions. We're just that way to grow. They're in Fort Collins. I'm sure it's fun to go in there and have a little discussion amongst friends. Hey, you know, growers. I was just in there yesterday, man. Absolutely. It was great to, you know, they get in there with the CO2. I have three CO2 tanks, <laughs> man. So, yeah, I'm in there every now and again. And, of course, with three CO2 tanks, theoretically, when you got two of them that are empty, you would take them to the grow store. So then you would always have one full. But, of course, I went to all three of them are empty. Go say what's up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, man, can I give pounder, a man? Yeah, right. I've rolled those things into my grow before. They're heavy as fuck, man. 
Hey, man, can I give a shout out, a little real grower shout out? It makes me proud, man. But there is uh, a lot of growers having success with the recharge grow dots, the real simple, I don't know what you call that one, two. But you mind, Grandpa, you mind if I just show this? It's impressive. Emilio Dank Steves. Um, man, he didn't make, he should make the Dank Nugs, man. Just check that out, man. Uh, Galaxy Z by Raw Genetics. And that thing's beautiful, huh? So they got grow dots and recharge, three gallons, straight cocoa, no bad phenos ever. All right. Even the ugly ones give you quality. And that's what it's all about for me. Anyways, keeping up with the dank DGC. Appreciate this community and everyone have a safe and fun holiday season. I love it, man. And dude, as long as we're shouting out, uh, and I was talking to Jared token. He's part of our team. Beautiful. Uh, Yeah. These are gorgeous, right? It looks like. Go, yeah, sorry, history. I got this. No, no, you know what, man? That is gorgeous, man. Who was I talking about? JR, who? What? JR, no, one more quick hit with JR Token putting up a raw genetics as well. It says raw genetics for the win. Sherry Paloma, color came out huge. Thanks, DGZ. I got eight more coming out. Watch out for it. Yeah. And damn, I, I thought I was just a special grower, but it's them damn raw genetics, man. Fucking beautiful, man. They set you up for success. Shout out to Brad from Raw Genetics, man. Friend, friend of the show. Uh, cool dude. If you was voting with your dollars, I would say vote for Brad, man. That's a side comment. I couldn't resist in my head here. But, you know, Emilio Dank Stavis says have a, you know, fun and safe holidays. And I was on the phone the other day with my mortgage customer service person. Yeah. And they end the call with like, like in a serious tone. Hey, stay safe out there. And I'm like, man, like what? It's just weird. It is just, I just was like, uh, it's a jungle okay. out there, dude. All right, man. What's the difference in that? And take care. Okay. Is that just a I mean, 2022? It, take care out there, man. It's nice for somebody to say that to you, right? Just like how I don't like it when people are like, oh, have a safe plane ride. Like because suing it shouldn't be. Like, well, you are so not safe though. You are so not safe. You you appreciate the unsafe. That keeps you alive, you know? I just think use it appropriately, you know? Like a guy's going um, base jumping. Hey, stay safe, man. What do you yeah, mean? Sam. That is the worst curse ever. I'd be so pissed if you said that to me before I base jumped, man. Oh, just like my son says when we're sitting on the lift and I catch myself and I say, hey, Aiden, I think I'm going to do one more run. He's like, Dad, you never say that. You never say that. <laughs> anyway. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if he uh well it's they have safety meetings, man. Maybe it stay safe is about getting getting high, man. You know? Yeah, you ever think about awesome. that? Next time somebody says that, I'm gonna be like, hell yeah, buddy, you stay safe too, man. Get some dank. Yeah, I like it. Anyway. I like it. Context. Updates, You're actually the one that taught me that, man. Context is everything. I got that coming up actually. Do we get a quick update on the Dank Nugs contest yeah. over on IG here? Scotty, Grambo, will you help us take a look? Yeah, man. All right, man. It's working, man. And by the way, it's working too well because people are putting up so many Dank Nugs uh, up on DudeGrows.com. I don't know what we're going to do. But hang on. Go over to the to that main page. Can we hover? Will you do? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> I, I, I had to show my wife that one. It was so fucked up, man. I was making the show yesterday. Oh, just hover over them. Let's see. First one, that's uh, 328 votes right that's there. Cortez. Cor- Damn. Cortez, is it- the grower. He is growing that 
creme de la creme. Creme oh, de la creme. Dude, and that is some Grodot's bud right there, man. All right, next time we're all picking one, so I don't want to be a, uh, I don't, I don't want to be a, accused of favoritism here. No, but that's the, gorgeous. The eye candy with uh, one ninety six. Okay, that excellent. Is, yeah, that is the copycat genetics. And then who else you got? We've got what? the uh, French cookies by TH Seeds ninety one. And we ended out with a Bahama Berry by Soulfire, and that is sitting at 130 right now. All right. That was fun, guys, man. Uh, I'm digging it. You're hooking up a, a HLG 65 for, for the winner and to participate, guys. Just put dangnugs up on dudegross.com. Um, anybody can do it, free account, and we're picking them every week. And, uh, yeah, we don't know what we're giving away next week. Hell, next week, I think, is Christmas week. I might be doing some some. There might be some DGC downtime for a minute for the holidays. I might be going to visit some family and whatnot. But you know what? We've been saving that. We've been saving that cool hang. We had a good time hanging out with David Beanstalk a couple days ago, man. So last week, I don't know when it was, but saving that for a little Christmas release, hopefully. Also, was there a, bra- a breeder interview with Brad from Raw that is uh, unreleased as well? I believe could be, could be. Why well, you got to spoil all the Christmas presents, man? <laughs> nah, I'm just having fun. Yeah, we got a couple right. things up our sleeve. Definitely, man. Danknugsdudegrows.com. Get them up, guys. Let's see what the uh, bakery is smoking on here. Got you know what? Sous vide weed. I've Dude. heard of the cooking. I've heard it's a great way to cook steak. I don't know, though. I can't get away from it. I'm not a fancy guy like that. I do have a Traeger, which is pretty cool, but that's just because I don't have a lot of skill. Traeger beeps your app when it's done perfectly. You're like, okay. But, um, uh, Rowdy Rick actually got me a sous vide, uh, you know, for my birthday. Got me one of those sous vide makers, machines or whatever. And I've never used it, man. I got it last year. I haven't used it because it's just a lot of preparation. What it is, you take, uh, you take like a steak, uh, you put it in a Ziploc bag, and then you can infuse it with things because it's, it's under vacuum. So somehow I don't know exactly how it works, but I think you use a vacuum sealer and seal this thing. Then you oh, okay. Put, so you got to have that machine too. Yeah, I got all of it, man. Yeah, it so, opens the pores so all of the, the infusions can leak into all the cellular tissue. Yes. So first what I found out is it's a great way to make can of butter. By just putting, you know, whatever oil you use in there and uh, set, setting it to the perfect temperature, to the degree. So that's how you can extract the uh, oils from your uh, from yeah. your cannabis, which is pretty cool. And then they were talking about going the other way, which is uh, putting it in food. So if you want to make like an infused steak or, you know, I don't fucking know, but you can infuse things because it's whatever it is. It's vacuum. So it actually pulls like they've got those herbs for that steak. It's going to pull them in. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, right? I don't know. Is there any? Do me a favor, Grambo. Will you scroll down on that article? This is from Cannabis.net. I thought there might be some interesting pictures. I was learning about this yesterday. Hang on, man. Yeah, slow cook sous vide machines, man. Oh, sous vide can of butter recipe. Yeah, man, this is cannabis.net. Um, no pretty pictures, but yeah, coconut oil recipe. This is cool, man. And it's really. No, like, I, yeah. Entry. I got barrier to entry because I'm always <laughs> wary of too many 
freaking kitchen gadgets. I know you're more guilty than me when you're like, oh, I got a juicer, a bread maker, a sous vide. I know. Uh, I know. You need a whole nother like kitchen cabinet or whatever, walk-in closet for shit. But it is kind of cool. American. Having a vacuum sealer around if you grow herb probably isn't the worst idea either. Um, and how this sous vide cooks slow and infuses like meat or things in its own juices versus reaching a high temperature is pretty good. I it really is cool. Laughing at an ad here. It's so come on, Grambo. You caught this one too, man. It's just the you know, <laughs> how to make edibles that don't taste like weed, and it's one of those like 1960s kind of looking ads. And they just I don't know. This is why you got to have a video show, Grambo. Thank you, my friend. I will remind, I even have a magical butter machine laying around somewhere that there I don't know. Go. I'm actually going to find that. Maybe yeah. I'll use that. But the, everybody almost has the easiest and least expensive machine to make edibles or butter, which is a crock pot, right? I mean, I, that's just anybody can make infused butter or oil using their crock pot. So I don't mind that. It's not as precise temperature control, of course, but. How much oil are you going to make with a crock pot? I got to ask. I got to ask. Um, I'll keep you in the loop. I actually need to make some because I have some sugar leaf trim that I need to process because I'm always guilty of letting it sit around too long and I need to make some edibles with it. Dude, these guys may have no. been mentioning using your like once volcanoed weed, like your once vaped weed. No. They were like, yeah, yeah, I think they called it reek. I can't remember what they called it, but it was disturbing. Use fresh weed. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But, hey, what do yeah, you got fresh, here? Man. Let me know. Yeah, I will um, let you know, man. I will let you know. A couple of things, man. I'm, I've been trying to feature like the, the, not the tech guy, but I like to feature devices or things to smoke with. What I hear, you know, out there, it's always evolving. Um, and two things here. One, uh, DDC, I believe it was Juf, reached out and he, on Patreon. We were bullshitting. And he's like, dude, have you ever peace water? And I'm like, I think I have heard of this. I think I've seen these guys at a trade show. And so if you... Look at this image here. Scroll down, Grambo, on their uh, homepage. It'll show the dirty bong and the clean bong. Sure. Um, and basically, it shows top. a picture of... Yeah, keep going up, probably. What Two is bongs. in it? One I don't is, give a fuck what's, what's happening. What is in it? One, they say 40 bowls. 40 bowls, right, has been pulled through this bong, and the one's pretty damn dirty, and the one is pretty damn clean. And they say, just rinse with tap water, and your bong will be pristine. Um, it says, listen, Scott, you asked what is in it. It says yeah. Peace Water Solution is a unique proprietary blend of all safe, all natural mineral, vegetable, and fruit extracts work to prevent resin from forming on your bong rig or water pipe or bubble. It's hey, absolutely you know non-toxic. I, I remember they used to make this shit? stuff out of oranges, man. It was like some terpenes out of oranges they would make. And uh, they would make like that simply orange stuff out of it. It was like a, a cleanser. Um, I wonder if it's something like that. If you had a little bit of that with you know, some orange terpenes, basically, is what it was, uh, with some oils. Man, that fruit extract. Well, that's interesting. I want to know man. more. They're also making the claim here that peace water acts as a filter of particulate matter, which makes for cleaner and much smoother hits. I mean, regular so, water does that to a degree, too. But I'm always where, you know. First off, you're inhaling through this water. So, like, you got to know, like, I got to know more than the, what's proprietary blend kind of thing. Right, you know? right. More in, Is um, it a coating? Uh, It'd be cool if it was, like, a silicone coating or something like that, you know? Like, uh, no, actually, no. I heard we all have Teflon in our blood. So, no. I don't want my, I don't want my bong, bong coated. Anymore? No, I ne never do. 
Never, I never do. They make me choke. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I just got too old for bongs. And I was looking at my pipe today. Are you a Twisty Cane <laughs> fan, bro? Too old for know, bongs? Is that a shirt, That's a man? shirt. That's, that's a, a shirt. shirt too it? old for bongs. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I love I'll get it, some man. more info. Um, always try to, when there's there's shit out there, if he can run this and it's a little bit healthier, especially some intricate pieces, man. And I look at glass pieces like when walking around the Cowboy Cup and some of the pieces, I'm like, I specifically would not buy that because of fear of cleaning it. You know what I mean? Like, dear God. Yeah, I have this one. I have this thing, and I'm like, how the fuck would you ever clean this thing? So I think I've used it once, like, on a demo, yeah, for demo, and that's it. Um, And uh, also, since I didn't know this existed, I've been talking about, man, I like chill smoke. Um, It's smoother. um, Try smoke snow bomb. Or hurt chill. So I first off, I was going to show you the Dynavap guys. Shout out to Dynavap. You guys haven't heard about their uh, personal dryer vaporizers that will last you a freaking lifetime. It's basically like the size of a solid one one hitter. Um, the B, the B that they have, the comeback B is only forty nine dollars. Now, if you use coupon code Dude, you're going to save on that. But I did want to, and this is Dynavap D Y N A V A P dot com. The chill. What's this called here? The chill bomb. So you can attach your little, your Dynavap, any of the Dynavap um, to this bong, and it holds ice like a double wall. It's the chill steel pipe, double wall like thermos. It'll keep ice for 12 hours. Now, when you're not combusting cannabis, since you're vaping it when you're using a Dynavap, and it's going through ice, that might be mind-blowing for me. I've never tried that because the flavor is definitely awesome when you're vaping herb. Um, oh, yeah. Then also to chill it, I'm, I'm turned on by this. What are you looking Turned for? on by it? I'm plugging in. I actually just uh, packed the Dynavap. So I'm plugging it in and I'm going to take myself a nice Dynavap hit, sir. By saying you're turned on by it. Now, that being turned on can does not necessarily per, 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 um, pertain to sexual things, Scotty. Right? Are you sure? You can be. I think it does pertain to that, sir. Grambo, what do you think? I'd say that language means whatever people usually think it means so you could be correct definition wise but in the modern it's like saying like some people would be like i'm going through a transition right now and it's like that's taking on new context well yeah you, it depends on how you say it if i was like if you guys know me it's like, good. Man, i'm so wow so turned on by these new mountain bike tires that's that that hill still still kind of sounds weird coming out of my mouth bro that's the first time i vaped the cherry paloma man fuck yeah <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah Scotty's using good. their induction heater, guys. It's uh, if you have the means versus torch, it's so awesome. You just push the pen down in there, and it has a light that goes and heats up the herb, and good to go. Coupon yes, code dude over at Dynavap.com. And if anybody else out there is using peace water, let me know what's up with it. I'm curious for sure, especially since I'm getting the bombs too. All right, comments, Scotty, bring me into the comments. You uh, picked the comments today. And, I uh, did. I get? did. First off, everything cannabis TV. I literally drove down to uh, uh, a soil seminar with this guy. Okay, and this is just so frustrating, man. And shout out to you, brother. Uh, he goes, "I I didn't know you were back posting on YouTube." Oh my <laughs> god, it's so. And we used to. It is tough, man. We used to have what ninety something thousand followers or whatever subs, and now we have four thousand. It's a little. What do they call it? Being crestfallen. 
So, man, I'm glad to have you back, brother. Uh, man, I wish we could. I wish we could scream it out to everybody, you know. Yes, yes, it is what it is. I'm not too worried about the YouTube. To me, is just a thing. It's like not even real. It's just like this weird thing in my brain. Yeah, you know? so I don't really pay attention to the numbers on there. Um, hey, man, I have I to give. Another- yeah. Well, no, no, I got to give you some love, man, because I told you, you're my ballast. A lot of times I'll go out of some crazy. I'll be up on a, an extreme and you'll say, hey, calm down a little bit, man. Let's take some time. Or, you know, I've got a lot of those people around me, actually. But uh, and I really didn't. I was actually just enjoying uh, this guy. But remember uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago, uh, Turgidity City was kind of talking. He said something about not me not having a concept of money. I put in the notes, Scotty, drop a couple G. <laughs> but uh, uh, he gave me that, sh- that comment and you were like, hey, man, dude, you have no idea what Tony's talking about, man. It could be whatever. So Turgidity City says, I love you, Scotty. I wasn't trying to be a dick. LOL. And enjoy the recharge and use it weekly. This is the important part. I wish folks could make comments with a little constructive criticism and not be taken wrong. And I hope I didn't take it wrong. It, what it was was a really good conversation starter for us. Obviously, uh, you guys rock. I have a keeper. I still run from the patron free seeds and another pack of Lady Marmalade I won from the 420 happy hour. Respect, man. You know, thank you. So I'm a DDC supporter. I do like the AC Infinity fans intense. I own a couple HLG lights and they're awesome and affordable. Uh, the $100 or the 100 uh, R spec is a great affordable light. A two by two tent can kick out six to eight ounces. The AC, the AC Infinity scissors and grow bags and stuff uh, seem stuff that doesn't need to come from them. Uh, I love you guys. Didn't mean to be a dick, and you were not a dick. And uh, it was extraordinarily yeah. cool that that you uh, responded and, and said something uh, so kind, and made some good points yeah. too, man. I, I, I get what, you do get a little not weirded out when he Tragedy City is like, isn't it? Is it kind of weird that AC Infinity is trying to sell us everything? And they're just trying to sell basically like a full, like everything you need beyond the genetics and nutrients just to get going. I hear you. You don't need to get your scissors from them. You don't have to get fiber pots from them. There's a lot of you know, that's why we feature rain science grow bags. And I appreciate you mentioning dude, all these these brands are DDC vetted. That's why we go with the, the pros list at dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Not just because we have sponsors, because we talk to these people. Rolling Stoner talks to them every other week. Um, they're accessible for customer service and they're good products. So, But here's uh, the yeah, thing. Do they sell them at the grow store? Aren't they direct to retail? And I think what he's saying is, man, give them a reason. If you want to sell tents and you want to sell, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? You know, lights now and uh, fans. And I think they're going direct to retail because there's no way that that uh, grow store. Do grow stores carry AC Infinity? Am I crazy? Do you know? I believe on their site they do have a wholesale link. That and you can inc- do wholesale inquiries. I'm not sure exactly the yeah. margins or any of that works. Even um, if you're ordering direct from the website and you still have to go get your smart pots, you still have to go get your Fisker scissors and, you know, your media and whatnot, you still got to go to the grow store. It's just scary, man. I went in the way to grow yesterday to get new CO2. I got CO2 uh, uh, and then just the friends are there, man. People tell me I actually learned a bit about molasses that uh, people are saying that if you use too much molasses and I have a little molasses in recharge, but if you use like there's some some uh, uh, newts that are molasses based and supposedly it really affects the flavor, kind of homogenizes the, the flavor. 
Uh, so it was a pretty interesting conversation. I wouldn't have had that anywhere else but the grow shop for me. I'm not on Discord much. But well, it's just tough, man. Cool stuff. I, I, don't, I like to feel I'm talking on two sides of my mouth when I, we do say support your local grow stores. And I do say, hey, Gacy Infinity's got some great gear. Some um, it's great a changing gear. world. It, it's been changing. And even, um, you know, when the COVID, it made it even worse. People are getting so used to getting everything just delivered. Everything. Yep. Food. I mean, I just, hey, bring it to my house, man. Don't want to go out. Um, and for some things that make sense, for other things that here you, you're probably going to be a better grower sometimes to get the chance to go have that experience. Talk to what me about the at a grow store. What's that? Sorry, it's sorry, man. It's tough. Leaving the house is good for you, man. Going to be around people is good for you. I'm worried about guru. <laughs> I'm worried about crazy, bro. man. That's why I always have this joke. Like maybe it's not. It's like I mean, uh, we'll say I know somebody close to me in my life that. It lives alone. And when you live alone, and I'm not saying they're crazy, but you don't have nobody to ah. check off. Like, you don't have anybody to say, like, man, that's that's kind of crazy what you're talking about or thinking about there. Right. You know, so craziness can just roll a little bit easier sometimes when they yeah, either don't get out, associate with other people, or just, yeah, looking at damn screens too much. But Would um, you know this person if you weren't married, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea who you're talking yeah, about, doesn't. man. No idea. He definitely doesn't listen to the show. Um, <laughs> Take the last one, brother. Right. Mr. Eliminator says, dude, that plant you call tropical, I believe is a cactus type plant. It blooms around Christmas and likes more water around this time of the year to bloom. Talking about the Christmas cactus I do have. It is more cactus like uh, plant likes uh, full sun and clones by placing directly into dirt. My plant blooms red and it's <laughs> recharge approved. Yeah. You know, Christmas cactuses bloom all the time. I saw you. <laughs> Got some funny images here. Just have well, some fun. Yeah, you know what I did when I Googled Christmas cactus? Check it out, man. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> that's all right. Just hit it, Grandpa. Cactus. On the fly, sir. On the fly. Could download Christmas cactus. Yeah. There you go. As soon as you Google it, this shit comes up. Which <laughs> is kind of perfect, you know? And then uh, here, there's another one, man. Ready? Then you got one of this. You like this one? Yeah, that's cute. Very cute. Oh, it's a cactus tree. All right, so, but here's some real ones because it's kind of interesting here. Awesome, um, man. They're a cool plant. They definitely have uh, pretty blooms, if you It's will. gorgeous, isn't it? And But what yeah. I learned about it is it's a short day plant. It needs just like weed. It needs short days to bloom. That's why it blooms in Christmas, man. Yeah, I work continually. If you give it the right, it's kind of similar. I think it was almost about a 12 hour light cycle it needs to, to initiate to get the bloom going. So, uh, pretty yeah. cool. I dig. It's trippy stuff, man. I thought it was cool. Not trippy. Um, well, you grow cannabis plants and then you, I don't, you realize that you, I don't know, there's a lot of things that transfer over. So, just knowing that this is a short day plant, you can get it to bloom anytime you want. It's pretty neat. Put it in the grow. Yeah. If you got space, most people's grow light space is just filled with weed. That's the and watch, watch ornamentals. We we're just explaining to High C about how many PGRs and but specifically pesticides are on those Home Depot ornamental plants. So if you're going to Home Depot and buying a Christmas cactus, just be really careful uh, oh, about bringing it into your grow because there's pests. No, there's pesticides on there because it has pests. IPM uh, manage, yeah, yeah. management, yeah. man. So yeah. yeah, just be really careful. Once you put it into that perfect environment for growing, it's a perfect environment for bugs to grow too. 
Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Let's take it over to more grow talk, guys. Grower questions are on foodgrows.com. Anybody can get them up while well, you're there. In the upper right of the page is the search bar. Search for your problem. Search for your knowledge base. What do you want to learn about, man? Shit, tons of posts, like ten years worth or something like that. Crazy on dudecrows.com. Um, and this is, is is this plant ready to harvest yet? By Johnny Appleweed. Very good there, Johnny Appleweed. I like it. We get these a lot, and there should be a pretty easy answer to this one. That's why I like it. And it says, hey, DDC, Johnny Appleweed here, and I need your opinions. I'm on the verge of harvest, and five of my babies are almost ready. However, they are seven weeks into flowering, and indicated harvest time, according to the breeder, is eight to nine weeks. So it seems a little early. I'm running three strains, Purple Queen, Royal Runts, and OG Kush, all bred by Royal Queen Seeds. Four of the five strains seems almost ready. Um, and the interest, oh, okay, the Royal Runts and the Purple Queen. Interestingly, the OG Kush still needs a week or so. I've taken pictures of all the indicated strains shown below. Visually, 80, okay, this is where it gets kind of important for the discussion. 80%, 80 to 90% of all the pistols are brown, and four or five of the plants, uh, of, and four of the five plants are showing significant senescence, which is yellowing the leaves, et cetera, apart from one. So, anyway, at 80 to 90% brown, Pis- pistols, guys, go ahead. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, pistols don't mean anything, though. Yeah, yeah. If we're looking, guys, pistols are being like, when you look, see like the little, we'll call them like hairs coming out of the flowers, not as these images show, these are trichomes in the images is what you want to be looking at. There's a pistol over there. Well, the little brown hair in there you're saying? I think, fuck, this is where a guru would go. That's not a pistol, that's a stamen. But yeah, I'm calling that a goddamn pistol, all right? Meaning that those red hairs uh, don't don't mean anything. The trichome color means something. I was going to say every grower should have like a 30 times loop so you can look in your flowers. But man, it's 2023 almost. Get your ass the little, I think mine's called Skyview or something. The one that connects to your phone via Bluetooth are so easy to use these days. It's yeah. so affordable. Where like actually I grabbed my fancy like $100 mic or uh, uh, camera for like the fancy uh, microscope. And damn, I'm looking around here. There's like a $30 one that I bought that does better. Oh, here you go. Hooks right up to your phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like just a couple years of innovation is freaking nuts, huh? What you can uh, get now. Dude, it's it's kind of, I was talking about that with, uh, I'm worried with how electronic cars are like my car is 25 years old 26 years old now and like all these screens and shit be working when they're 18 20 years old like you know the dash of your forerunner for example how long is that shit supposed to last seems too electronic to like stay good right maybe good companies like tacmally will uh will be manufacturing we'll be all right dude come on man if you're translating something you're like we're going to be selling these in america this is t-a-k-m-l-y it's not can't it's Ooh. not even pronounceable is it man Takmula. i don't know man um, let me do a little little knowledge uh from maestro here patience is a virtue gotta wait until the plant senesces completely helix and her bud will swell almost round the most sig- uh, almost round and most Stigma will have turned from white to orange or brown or broken off. Trichomes will most likely be milky white, like sugar dumped on them. Immature trichome heads sparkle in the light, while mature trichomes do not. It's very obvious um, after seeing it a few times. Breeders give an average of like eight to nine weeks, but you could find one will finish in seven weeks. 
or one that'll finish in 10 to 11. No one can predict Mother Nature exactly. If you're a new grower and you think it's done, wait a week longer. I'm not sure. I mean, if you're really scoping, would I, it's also a fact, you know? When you have one third, I've always had the rule of thumb, when you have one third of your, your trichome heads are going amber, it's safe to harvest. Safe to harvest. One third. You harvest I think that's a lot. The amber ones are dead. I like to do 10, really? 20% amber. Okay. No? Just as long as you're... So you're saying even if you're seeing any amber, that could be your start. And you're knowing Unless, that if you harvest too early... He, he's got enough, amber enough, in here. <laughs> but there's a couple amber in here, but I think those are just got stressed and died or just a little bit early. But I don't know, 10, 20%. Anybody got any... Uh, any input? Don't make me read the comments, man. <laughs> at the earliest, yes. I would say, I, I can tell you, at the earliest, 10 to 20%, going too early can create, at least in my experiences, a little bit more racy, a little bit more like, depends That's on the strain. That's what they of course, say, huh? Not, and then also, if you go too long, um, to hit heavier and be more of a like, man, again, this could totally depend on the strains and stuff. But some people want these different effects. You got to try and harvest at different times with the same strain sometimes to see what you might get in the end, you know, desired effect for smoking. Hey, Nehe um, has it though, man. Pistols, stigma are irrelevant. Did I, I don't know, man. That's the same word. Pistols and stigma are the same thing. Those are the red hairs, right? Uh, they're right. irrelevant. Your trichomes are nearly right, but not quite. Uh, in the oft-quoted opinion that nearly all should should be milky white, and that a few will be amber. I think you'll want to see a few more amber and the clear ones will be more cloudy, milky, mature by then. Uh, tough to wait at this point. Hey, good advice. Uh, I agree. What about Crucifer 2.0? says, I use my meme <laughs> as a guide. Okay. Yeah, this? click this one, man. What is up with this, man? I, I don't know. <laughs> guy, says, what's his name? Guy Fieri says, "Don't harvest when it looks like Guy Fieri on top." <laughs> harvest when it looks like Lindsay Lohan below. Hey, not sure. Interesting. <laughs> Look, it made me laugh. It was late last night when I was making the show. All right, okay. this never happened, yes. Grandpa. Okay, this never happened. Man. I'll smoke more. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wanted to show you a boost, guys, uh, for when you do harvest. When you get your harvest in and you're ready to jar that shit up, you want to make sure you're keeping it precious, right at the right humidity. You don't want it to get too humid um, and get moldy. So these humidity packs, guys, keep it right at. They have the 58s and the 62s. Yep. Packs up to the size all the way up to like, I think, six pound totes down to eight bags. Five gallon and, bucket yeah, right here, box. man. Keeping my five-gallon yeah. bucket beautiful and my five-gallon bucket, unfortunately, is almost empty. So there's a lot of dry air going in there every time I open and close it. Scott, why don't you put it in a smaller uh, yeah, a, a smaller yeah. jar? It's a good idea, dude. Well, because you'll never lose the five-gallon bucket, at least, and it's known. Hey, and when you want to tell somebody that comes into the bakery to grab some weed, you just go over to the bucket. Because so, I'll forget works. about it. If I put it in a smaller jar, I end up forgetting about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Integra-products.com, guys. Check out everything down to I think the smallest packs even made for like uh, like an eight or a quarter. Uh, and they have cool little indicators that will tell you when that boost pack is out of its boosting power. Uh, Integra-products.com, coupon code DUDE over there. And if you don't remember any of these coupon codes, guys, shopping for your grow, dudegrows.com forward slash pros.
I like it. So, hey, I picked a question for next show. I need your help, DGC. Uh, this is from JR. And why should I care about bricks? I'm not growing Jamaican tomatoes. And I will say, I asked for a video show because I thought there was a lot of cool stuff that they were missing, that y'all were missing. Scroll down, Grambo. Is this not fucking hilarious, man? He's got like little fake tomatoes on his weed plants. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, man. But anyway, I would love y'all's help. Uh, Bricks is the sugar content in the plant. Uh, I think it's representative of uh, the overall strength of a plant. I think high Bricks plants can uh, take a lot more abuse than a low Bricks plant. And Jay Maestro always coming in. Chad Westport, Terp Tarmigan, dang, everybody. Sunny and Bechtopia. There's a lot of good information here already. But if you all want to help me out or help us out, go on over to dudegrows.com. Uh, why should I care about bricks? And go help us out. Comment. I say just like that because I'm going to say it like with tone. Why should I care about bricks? Did do that good? Why should I care about VPD, man? You know, all these are. Don't make me say crop steering, bro. Don't make me say it. Guru just left. I will tell you that gentleman with the BPD, Vancouver Police Department, because I like to listen to people like people th think I'm sitting there just like, but I'm I'm listening to like a lot of conversations. It's entertaining to me to like listen to multiple conversations. Right. I'm not in one going on like in a social setting. Um, and some of the things that I'll just say that serving on a, I guess, city police force for 27 years definitely changes like some of the shit you say in your viewpoint of certain yeah. That's, sorry, man. Like, <laughs> just thinking, you ever like go someplace public on shrooms, like uh, like a restaurant or something, and then you catch an eye of like the woman at the table next to you, just horrified of your conversations. <laughs> no, it's never happened. <laughs> Try not to go out in public too often on this. Yeah, but sometimes like it happens, man. You know, sometimes it, it happens. Our new story one here. Recreational cannabis prices in mass plummet as dispensary owners weigh out future okay yeah. this is out of uh, boston.com boston.com news so a plethora of pots gotty what'd you find here oversupply just like we've seen through plenty other states yeah a big oversupply it says we have no idea where the where the bottom is going to be and it just talks about you know with all the regulation uh you know you're having to pay a lot of employees you know, there's a lot of employees to run one of these commercial facilities um and then the price just keeps plummeting and plummeting so it's uh yeah it's tough it's well, not saying, the, it's not what it used to be let's put it that way retail price per ounce was around 400 in 2018 when they started now it's right. down to Looks like 235 or so retail price per ounce. I don't know what their wholesale cost is on per ounce, but obviously from 2018 to 2022, a lot more players have come into the industry. A lot more grows have completed construction and started firing off harvest. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of supply. And um, I mean, again, it's not always a bad thing. I do like to see price come down. You don't like to see people lose their life savings or not be able to operate a profitable business um, in that sense. But with the yeah. price going down, I think Guru, Guru said it earlier, the uh, you know, worry about the competitive market and quality coming down. Because growers are going to start pulling inputs. They're going to be like, oh, do we really need this? We really need that. And yeah. why are we going about... so hard for such Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Like tea is a plant, right? You're getting tea leaves. 
but you can go and buy Lipton tea for, you know, whatever, a hundred bags for six bucks or whatever. And you can go to one of those fancy tea houses, you know, and get a, you know, a quarter pound of tea or whatever for, I don't know, the same price or even more. So what's the, uh, you know, some people do compete on price and some people compete on quality. And usually you can, you know, the market has room for both of those. I can, we can use the, uh, the, the comparison with, you know, me being somebody that buys beer. Uh, And hey, there is all different price points there. You can get a six tall can pack of like some of the, craft IPA that could probably here be like over 20 something bucks or and they had it's funny how they line it out you know how they do it in the beer store they go from like the cheapest like this is the you know commercial beer. what they is have the like cheapest a, what is the cheapest beer that you can find the in cheapest Canada? usually is fun. it's usually like the strongest worst taster and watery and like you can taste like cheap alcohol in it when I don't know what <laughs> I'm going if Schlitz is still in business maybe it's a good right beer. Some people are going to be pissed uh, for me, back in the day, there was a beer called Milwaukee's Best. Like oh, the Beast. Yeah, that was my brand. Yeah. Man. You got a 36-pack you'd walk into a party with. Yeah. Seriously. Um, so I do see that. And, yeah, you mentioned tea, um, wine, uh, coffee. Coffee's another, you know, you can yeah, get the cheapest. exactly. Shit. But can so, you compete? Or, you know, is it something that's dominated where you're like, oh, you have to deal with one of these giant grow companies. Everybody else has been squeezed out of business because licensing. Um, some of these guys are some of these uh, uh, companies are not companies. Workers groups are unionizing. So there's all sorts of man. Trust me, when you've got to pay uh, it, to have an employee, it costs a lot of money, man. I cannot imagine what a union employee would cost. But uh, yeah, all this stuff brings uh, and think about all the taxes and all that stuff man you got a lot of fees and you know other than just cultivation costs and then at that point do you get like you get a whole other side of you like if i was invested in a dispensary and i needed to make you know profit on my flour cost per gram i'm going to be kind of not happy with the guys growing you know their eight lighters or whatever the free market if you will the right, National right. Geographic just put out a special Pretty recently, about a 45 minute long one about the scene in Cali, this woman reporter went around. Dude, that is so cheesy. I tried to watch that shit. It was so cheesy. She's like, we're meeting our connection now. And it's like some fucking nice hippie guy that's like, sure, let me take you to my grow. And it's all like tense and shit. And oh, I couldn't take it. Yeah, a little cheesy, but I, it was Who good. Who bought that? I'm going to feature, you'll love this guy's name. And this story here. Um, Worcester, Worcester, we always, Worcester. Worcester, Okay, we'll go with that. Um, there's a company called Major Bloom and co-founder Ulysses Youngblood. How do you like what that? Does he have a military <laughs> tradition in his family, man? Do you, do you have to salute that. Major Bloom? Call Ulysses me Major. Youngblood, president, president and co-founder of Major Bloom said that his team knew this price drop would be coming and planned for it as they opened the retail location just over a year ago in a low-income neighborhood. So, I mean, depending, and they're not, they're, they're just a, a, a storefront. They're not growers, um, just a dispensary. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what, looking at the business plan, I know there was featured in that documentary somebody was doing $5 grams. I'm like, how do you stay in business? He's like, I'm Dude, not a business. Like, this is just on. five, you know, go ahead. 
five dollars times four fifty, man. All right, it would be forty five hundred. So half of forty five hundred is twenty two fifty. I understand that's not nothing, and I might have done that math wrong, man. But uh, that's still okay price per pound, man. No. Wow. Uh, I guess it depends uh, who, uh, who else has their your, their hands in your pocket, though. But that guy that is doing that is um, does not have any licensing. He's not like an above board right. storefront. It's like right. he has a little drive through window. He has his customers, and yeah, he has the five dollar grant. So uh, until they do figure all that out, I do agree. As far as man, there's so many hoops and hurdles, and licensing, and then how how many people did you let open? Did you did you set it up so you know X amount of people are gonna fail except for the big players with all the money? You know what I'm saying? So watching all that shit. Yep. Could be, man. Could be. It's a uh... story. Yes, sir. Yes. Actually, it's not next news story. It's producer DDC producer. Shout out, Scotty. I gotta give it up here to Blue Ridge Mountain Grower and Dank Bank. What's growing on? Is that where you put your seeds, man? Is that where you put the best yeah. dank nugs, man? You put them in the dank bank? Dank bank. <laughs> uh, monkey nuts. Who's fucking with us here, man? <laughs> next, uh, sir. Next. next. The world's oldest carving depicting humans and cannabis has been discovered in, by archaeologists in Turkey. Yeah, this All is right, cool, man. This is cool, dude. I think Boy, I like this one. This is a- out of art news, 11,000-year-old carving of man holding his penis surrounded by leopards. <laughs> we got you, dude. Stone. We got you. <laughs> Grandpa, show us. Oh, nice. show, no, show, show the, t- the headline, man. I wanted to fuck with dude. I told him it was all about weed, but it's not about weed. This The headline is 11,000-year-old carving of man holding his penis surrounded by leopards is oldest known depiction of a narrative scene. I just thought it was a weird fucking news article to get in my Google feed. Usually they're about airplanes and shit. Uh, so I'm just envisioning, like, why are you surrounded by leopards holding your peanut? You're probably, he's probably trying to protect it. It's like, oh, yeah. shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's that. happening there, but it is interesting. You got to admit, it's interesting. I guess so. All right. Some dude 11,000 years ago is just fucking with his friend and made that just like a goofy, like you'd buy a card for somebody now. You know what I mean? A goofy birthday card. <laughs> He's made that unexpected, but I find it, man. Oh, nice. Um, all right. I got a few more shout outs before the memes here uh, for DGC producers, grow dad and smoking on pot. Who do you got, Scotty? I'm, I'm out of his. Oh, you know what, man? How about. What, okay, Donja the, oh, I got it, man. I got it. Donja the Great, man. Donja the Great, four twenty. All right, I agree. That's like a whole sentence right there, man. And DGC Scotland in the house. Oh, wow, you know, man. you know who DGC Scotland is? Is I believe that's the rookie. I think you kind of hacked that really? away from it earlier. So shout out to the rookie and uh, DGC out in Scotland. I wish I could imitate a Scottish accent. No, I'm not even fucking trying. No way. Hey, Grandpa, can we get AI to do it? Yeah, we could. All right, man. We've been fucking with that AI. Grandpa's into AI, and we start fucking with it, and it's scary because it's almost human, man. <laughs> it's it's good. almost Grambo there. challenge that for the past not- 30 seconds in the next two minutes will we have Scottish accents somehow? <laughs> I will tell you the most fucked up thing about AI. Don't challenge me, dude. I will, <laughs> I will move heaven and earth to get you to Scotland. 
we were fucking with it and we asked it to tell us uh, 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 high C goes, hey man, tell us a joke like a guy joke. And it's like, guys can't sit without changing the channel and the remote control or, you know, it's something about TV and the remote control. And then we go, all right, tell us a, a joke about girls. And it's like, I don't participate in hate speech. <laughs> shit man it was pretty weird man so they're a little woke over there at AIville alright bring the memes on what'd you find this week this day Scotty ah these are good man first off what the fuck is happening it's called Afro Puff Puff Pass and uh, Brack Bra- to the Future thank you and it's stylist what do you want her I smoke weed stylist say no more fam I think it's kind of awesome hair, man. I gotta be honest. That chick's probably cool, man. I dig. Yeah. Come on, baby. Put your hair up in the buds. You know, the way you do. Buds on the head. Uh, hey, there you go, man. This one's relevant. This is It's Kind of Like That by JR. And it's the Pawn Star guys, man. Who is it? That's, I don't know. It's the Pawn Star guys. It says legal weed companies. Government, can we please have bank accounts so we don't get robbed? And then the government says, well, best we can do is tax you like 80% and maybe you won't go to prison. Also, fuck you. Seems kind of accurate, <laughs> no? <laughs> oh, Grambo. Shop was successful. <laughs> Grambo, man, uh, you just put this one up for some warped reason. I guess we ought to get to know you a little better. And uh, Grambo's living the life, man. Grambo's living the life, man. single after 10 years. And, uh, you know, dude, dude, it's hard to look at, man. All right, get it off. Get it off. I'm done. Hey, that shit's hard. Dude, my wife saw it. You know, she was really bothered. Now she wonders what the <laughs> fuck I do at work, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Dude, I'm always going, oh, I'm glad we do the video show. And now I'm unglad, man. I'm sorry. It's hard to think right now. Can you please remove oh, that? Oh, shit, man. Oh, come on, check this out. A little art, man. A little winter art for you. The <laughs> Scarface. What the fuck was his Scarface graffitied on the side of a building and they held all the snow. Like right under on my dig, okay. Ah, that's pretty good, man. And uh, for some reason, man, I told you Facebook targets me with shit. So just check it out, man. I saw the banana Jack Nicholson a couple days ago, man. Do you see the Lego Jack Nicholson, man? I'm or not. Hang on. Oh man, I'm I'm blowing it, man. But that's weird, right? And then because I clicked on it. So the next thing I do is they say, dude, you've got this Lego for adults thing. They are actually, um, yeah, they start advertising Lego for adults. And I guess I could play Legos. I played them when I was a kid. Is this okay? Are they telling me it's okay to play Legos? Too many small plastic pieces. It is good for the brain. I mean, like puzzles. Right. Legos are a type of puzzle in a way um, but back in my day legos but, weren't really something you got them and you could make one thing with them but you had like a big bag or box of legos and you would make your own shit you know it wasn't like all custom pieces it was blocks this is pretty cool i'm actually gonna i know something i know man i know and i can build a mountain bike <laughs> yo man you were talking about putting uh 
you know, ice in the bong or whatever. You ever make snow bong, bro? I have not made any snow bongs, but these look pretty dope, man. That one's rather extravagant. We're looking at a bong that's about five foot tall, man. Yeah, snow, guys. It actually looks operational. I, they're trying there. How much weed do they have? The whole ice bong thing got me to two weird bongs. Like, it, Grandma scrolled on. Isn't ice bong number two here, I think? Let's see. Yeah, there's, I'm sorry, the snow bong. And by the way, no, just, that's ridiculous. You nobody, nobody's smoking out of that, man. All right, keep scrolling, though. This is fun, man. Can we end the show just scrolling and laughing at a little bongs, man? If you're on the audio mm -hmm. show, sorry, come check it out on uh, on YouTube. Stop for right there, if you would, Grambo. That is a fresh piece of bamboo that just has a stem stuck in it. I have done that like frequently. It. You would not believe how good it tastes. It's just there's just this sweetness that comes off it, and it's very mellow. I don't use any water in it, and man, it just delivers an awesome hit. But it has to be fresh bamboo. I know that's not easy to find most places, but make yeah. a steamroller out of it come on we're talking about legos for adults that's what i'm saying back in my day you could use legos and make a bong out of them hell yeah they should have a lego bong kit <laughs> top dollar baby these are all uh, not millennial what are they called generation x isn't that my generation that's a nintendo one of the old nintendo pistols with a bowl turned yeah. into a bowl duck hunt duck hunt yeah. baby duck hunt yeah tic-tac container that's pretty good <laughs> a little duct tape around it or electrical tape around it that's a homemade device and of course the starburst fuck that don't start you know smoke out of starburst if that could bust i wonder what awful chemicals come off awful man awful <laughs> i don't know it's good stuff I, Dude, all right, we've reached uh, into weirdness here. <laughs> this is like the uh, news story from Monday about the uh, Banksy thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like another mannequin weed story. That's uh, good stuff, dude. All right, we'll, we'll uh, end the show there. I had a great time hanging out, y'all. Well, guys, stay higher, DGC. Uh, we'll be coming at you, and uh, take her easy, Scotty. Hey, take her easy, dude.